Up there in the sky, it's a bird, a plane. It's Handsome Boys Comics Hour. Those boys are so handsome. One bat dinger. <laughs> one black label. One fortnightly discussion on comics and inner culture. I'm your host, Robbie Dorman, literature geek and writer. I'm your other host, Eric's a good night, professional artist and illustration nerd. And we are the Handsome Boys Comics Hour, your home for news reviews, slightly antagonistic banter, and much, much more, including bat penis. I told myself I wasn't going to laugh when your dumbass said bat dinger and it didn't work. It's involuntary. It's not. It's not. It just brings. It's just so powerful. It just brings it out of you. I don't need to hear about your powerful bat dinger. Well, I have some bad news for you then, Eric. Uh oh. Uh oh. Spaghetti arrows. <laughs> Hi guys. We are discussing monstrous volumes one through three. Later on in Nerbo Book Club, Eisner Award winning, multi Eisner yeah. Award winning mm-hmm. monstrous. We're yeah. gonna be talking about that. I'm sure later on we won't just stop in the middle nope we're gonna do the whole thing uh but before that we we do have some comic books to talk about uh more re- more recent comic books okay 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 i, mean, I was sure. just it's just double checking you know you uh, verify trust but verify trust but verify uh we can start the show with our first segment it's time for floppies for nightly Lobby's Fortnightly is where Eric and I read a selection of the past couple of weeks' books. Tell you to buy or do not buy them. There is a mush meter. It goes from one to five. If we are feeling a little wishy-washy about our feelings. Our first book up is Batman Damned, number one. Written by Brian Azzarello. Art by Lee Bermejo. Now I need to correct you here. Mm-hmm. What, what, we, need what's issue, wrong? we need to We need to issue a retraction, uh-oh, Robbie. Uh-oh. We do not feel wishy-washy. We feel mushy-washy, okay? Sorry. (laughs) Gotta keep brand synergy going. That's true. Brand synergy. Um, so, uh, there's a little bit of hubbub about this comic book. (laughs) That's a little bit, huh? It was on, it was in, on various television shows, so whenever comic books make felt television, that means there was a hubbub. Uh, so, this is a, a... I think it's an all right comic book. Yeah, uh, taking it's, taking it's, it's not bad. Taken out of the the controversy, as you could call it, uh, but it, that was very the the content of the comic book was overshadowed by the fact that yeah, Batman's penis was visible, was visible at least in the digital version, because now mm-hmm. it is cens- it is censored now, so we can't in our version which we read on Comicsology, there's no bat penis. I mean, it's a real tragedy. You can see his bat booty. You can. Um, He's got a surprisingly flat butt. Yeah, you'd think the amount of squats that Batman does. You know what's actually better for butt development than squats is um, Romanian deadlifts. Squats are actually more of a leg exercise. Do you think Batman does does those? He clearly does not do Romanian deadlifts. Look at how flat his butt is. You know who does? Henry Cavill. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Old super stash. Um, I don't, I don't know why they censored it. 
yeah, it's a weird thing, right? It's I don't know who's who's whose grandpa decided that that needed to stop, but really, it really was all anyone was talking about. Did did, did just like did Dan DiDio like turn on the late night one night and go, oh yeah, yeah. no, there's a b- <laughs> bat bat dick is visible. Not not comic books. I thought I thought we had people in charge of that. And turns My wholesome out- comic books. Oh, <laughs> oh goodness! And I don't know why that's how Dan DiDio sounds. <laughs> but oh, heavens I- to Americans, troll like there's a bat bad penis. I don't- there's a troll in Central Park. I don't get it because this is it is the black label. It is for it is like Marvel's Max line back in the day. It is for the R-rated, gory, and violent, and sexual content that they don't want to besmirch people's eyes with in the regular comic books, which is fine, because you you do want children to te- technically, theoretically be reading your children comic books. should not be looking at Batman's penis. No, I agree there. They, put that at, out least, there the, at least not without parental supervision. I don't think parents should watch their children look at Batman's penis. That's just... This is this is I'm uncomfortable with this conversation. <sighs> I I don't know why, but there's nothing else in this book that is pushy, like that's edgy. Nothing else is anywhere is objectionable at all. It's not even violent. It's nothing. It's moody, but that's not. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it, if there's a a lighthearted Batman. Well, Batman sixty six is lighthearted. Whatever. I'm 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 just gonna be quiet. Um, but it's moody, but there's nothing else in this. Why is, why are you making this Batman bat black label exclusive? It doesn't, mm-hmm. it, it is marketing and it, it, I'm not much of a conspiracy theorist, but why does, it makes me think that perhaps that this is all a big marketing gimmick. Um, the back, the, not the black label, which is clearly a marketing gimmick, but the bat penis. Because it shows up, people go, what? What? They go crazy about it for a day or two. And then it gets censored and pulled from all future printings, ensuring the first printing sells out. So there's well, there's a cynic in me that goes, did DC have low pre-order numbers for this? And they wanted to make a buzz about the fact that there's a bat penis in it. And you better go get that first printing. I'm not saying it happened, but it feels... I really wonder, like, if it was that calculated. Like, I really question that. Uh, I mean, obviously, you put this in a book as a stunt. Mm-hmm. I, mm, I kind of feel like the whole thing wasn't necessarily planned out. But I think that they thought people would, I don't know. The, the, the words Batman and penis in a sentence are going to make they're going to they're going to get an emotional reaction out of somebody. Right. Um aside from the bat penis, what do you think about this comic book? Uh better than average. Do you like it's, do you uh, like it's Bermejo's art? That lord, yeah, absolutely. What else have we read by uh Bermejo? It's his uh it his one of his creator owned things. Mhm. I forget the name of it. It was about like a LA like kind of wild like escape from la style story it seemed with gang warfare mm-hmm. and stuff going on um i thought we, we thought it was fine um this is okay. as this is azarello writing for him oh yeah um i it's interesting enough i guess like a joker coming back from the dead kind of story if we hadn't just read this with scott snyder 
I would probably feel a little bit more interested I'm, in it. I'm going to tell you something. I like this better than Scott Snyder. Oh, I do too. It's just, I just, we, I, I, I just in general, I'm going to, you know, Azarello greater than symbol Scott Snyder. I agree in almost all cases. Um, it's mostly it. I, it just came first, so it's just immediately like, oh, it's Batman and Constantine, Dead Man. You know, mm-hmm. it, it it also that's also very Snyderish, Halloweeny horror Batman comics. Um, Joker's dead. It's interesting enough mystery. Also, Thomas Wayne cheated on his on cheated on. Yeah, I was bewildered by that too. I'm like, why? It's what's like, that all about? Why is it in this comic? It doesn't make any sense when you're talking like uh, it's very strange. Uh I are you a buy? Uh yeah, it's pretty good. Um I don't know that I'm if I'm dying for it or not, but you know I hate to say if I'm mushy on bat penis, that's weird. I mean you you don't have to have shame about anything, Eric. What are you implying, sir? Good day. Um yeah. I mean, it's a surprisingly good comic, uh, and I, I'm, I'm intrigued. It's the Scott Snyder story not told by Scott Snyder. I don't have to look at Greg Capullo's art. <laughs> I just am not a fan of those gentlemen. I, you know, bless your heart if you like them. I, they're not, they're not for me. So you're just a straight up buy. I think so. Yeah. I think I'm like a mushy do. I'm a mush meter. I'm a two on the mush meter. I'm a mm-hmm. buy mush meter too. A little mushy wishy. A little bit, but okay. I, I think it's 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 a good quality Batman story that has. I don't. I don't. It, it it's there's a lot of. I wish I had read it without all the other things. Which yes. They just there was no bat penis in it, and we could just worry about a Batman comic and see if it's good or not. Well, think about all you've you've you basically had that your whole life. You didn't have to contend with bat penis for all the other comics you've read. Yeah, no more. And this is just this is the only one. Okay. I mean, I saw it. On I the mean, inter- we on, all did. I saw it on the internet. Yeah. And yeah. Well, here's the thing, man. You can see a lot of penises on the internet. That's true. Probably more than necessary. Well, I mean, it really <laughs> depends on who you ask. I guess that's fair. We're a double buy on Batman Damned, number one, Mushmeter of one. Next book is Fantastic Four, number two, written by Dan Slott. Pencils, Sarah Pacelli. Ink, Sarah Pacelli with Elisabetta D'Amico. Colors, Monte Gracia. Letters, Joe Hermania. I must be on Twitter at the same time as Kieran Schiach because I have been forming opinions on this and the last book based on his tweets and jokes an awful lot. I I like this. Um, I think it's very good, with the exception of the weird avatar, red skinned guy that's in the book oh, the, on the like alien three or four ma- different the, pages. The fake, yeah, the alien man. Yeah, that looks like a native, and it's he's 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 a red man. It's really gross. I did not even think about it. Yeah, it seemed really obvious to me. Um, but I mean, I also. My introduction to it was uh, Kieran saying, like, why is this fucking in this book? It's really gross. Um, that doesn't really seem like it was Dan Slott's call to make him a fucking red person. I believe it was the colorist. 
So it's just, I think it's a lot of unfortunate dumb shit, and it distracts from the rest of the comic, which I'm more or less okay with. I did not think about it one at all. I went, hey, it's an alien. All right. Mm-hmm. Do not care. He has a a, ver- a, a relation, a, a crush on Valeria. All right. And then she comes back to save him. I did not think once, I did not think more than one time about, oh, it's an alien. And that's it. Because I don't, Mr. Alien is not, I don't think he's not long for this world. But regardless, I don't, I think this is, I think I, uh, after that first issue, this is the plot arriving. Uh, the, the first issue was like the gang's all here, which I'm okay with. Like, I think we talked about that in the first issue, but this mm-hmm. is the plot arriving of like the, the, a, the little personification of the heat death of the universe of entropy mm-hmm. fighting Reed Richards, which is, uh, I'm, I like I like Reed's relationship with with Val, and I like that they've aged up the kids. I even like the gang's all here moment at the end with the, all, every single person that's ever been a Fantastic Four member. Oh hell yeah! All showing it's up. It's a pretty fantastic thing. Do you see what I did there? Yeah, I did see what you did there, but I think Saul mm-hmm. has a good handle on these characters. Um, I think the book looks really really nice. Um, I, I'm, it's a, a strange to me that Wolverine is there, even though Wolverine's like hiding somewhere right now. Like that's, there's like five comic books being published at this exact moment where people are trying to find him <laughs> and he's, oh, well, we know where he is. He's out on yeah. some weird dimension with the Fantastic Four fighting entropy. Admittedly, he'd be pretty hard to find, I think. That's true. That's very true. Uh, I'm a, I'm a buy. I, I like this. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. That's double by Fantastic Four number two. Next up is Crowded number two. Script and designed by Christopher Sabella. Pencils Roe Stein. Inks Ted Brandt. Colors Triona Farrell. Letters Cardinal Ray. Dude, this book is just good. It has it it uh <laughs> it came very apparent to me, especially this week, in how important having real characters and be people in your comic book is. That yes, have, that have flaws and yes. and personality. Yes, maybe not even flaws. I mean, the, sure, certainly the characters in this are flaws, but really any kind of personality. <laughs> this is a preview for later on <laughs> in the in 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 the podcast, mm-hmm. or you know, characters to be characters, mm-hmm. people. Anyway, let's stop subtweeting. <laughs> I, this book is I, good. I like it. The the fucking like this book is just fun. The art is sexy. The characters are fun. The, it's just this is I I have not really enjoyed any of uh it's it's I always forget how to say it. Sabala. Yeah, Sabella. Christopher Sabella. Sure. Um I always like nothing else I really enjoyed. This book is tremendous. I could I could read. I, I would read this week to, or month to month. I would buy every issue of this. I would read further stories about these characters. This is awesome. I fucking love this book. I want a milkshake with a donut in it. You can get them at Mini Donut Factory. I don't live here in Tampa. I unfortunately am not anywhere near Tampa. Well, you'll be a little bit closer. A little bit, but not. <laughs> I there. I'm guessing that I'd be able to find one. If I really, really wanted one, 
Um, well, you will not find it. Well, if if maybe is St. Petersburg closer to you? I think it's actually further because there's one in St. Petersburg. I regardless. Uh, yeah, this it's fun. <laughs> this comic book is fun. We it's, don't need to talk it's about great. stores. Um, uh, why not? It, it come for the comic book. Stay for the bullshit. It packs in a lot of stuff. It, the art is very cute, charming. The characters mm. are people. <laughs> The characters are people. Uh, Plus, there's butts in it. There, I mean, there is a Miranda shot. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. I'm a buy. For real. That's a double buy on Crowded, number two. Next up, Cemetery Beach, number one. Written by Warren Ellis. Art by Jason Howard. Letters by Phonographics. So, Warren Ellis, in his newsletter, talked about this just being straight-up action comic. Not, It's not complicated, although... It's it is from the same team that he had. This is the same artist as Trees, mm-hmm. which is this is a, a complete polar opposite of Trees. And Trees yeah. is a lot of staring at alien obelisks and talking about the futility of life. Well, this is like sh- like straight this up ex- cars blowing up ex- in space, yeah, explosions and murder. Um, what do you think? Uh, I mean, it is it is good. It's intriguing. It's got those those patented uh Warren Ellis hooks in it. I that's what I like about about Ellis is he knows his words don't feel like they're wasted. You know? Mm-hmm. The the statement is brief. Everything feels like it matters. Like this is just good. It felt it felt good to read this. Um it's not I d I didn't really see it as a uh, a simple action story but i'm certain it's going to be simpler than the other fucking insane shit that he does but hell it's nice it turns out that guy who's famous for writing stuff is good at writing stuff yeah i i i buy everything at warren ellis writes um because they're all good and uh, mm-hmm. this, this is also good and you're right there's no wasted words there's no wasted there's no wasted anything in this it is it, it, there are pages without dialogue on them, but I don't ever feel. Yeah, it's not. It's not that Black Panther issue where it's just a X X wing sailing around for five pages. Like mm-hmm. there's action here, and it feels meaningful. And the I, Howard's art is good, and it communicates the action very well. Um, communicates the violence very well. There's a, a towel man on the last page who's upset. Apparently, he's writing a very long book because mm-hmm. he's written 283 chapters of that book. It's um, that's Alan Moore. He shaved. Alan Moore looks like the kingpin. Apparently, yeah, he gained a lot of weight. I'm. I. It's not. It's a very. It's like relatively simple comic, but it's executed pitch perfect. Mm-hmm. He knows how to do that. Yeah, I'm a buy. Yeah, totally. Double buy. Cemetery Beach, number one. Our last book of the week is Border Town, number one. I'm sure there's credits in this thing. It is on page 25. We have, see. A story by Eric M. Escoval, Roman, Ramon Villa Lobos Art, Tamara Bonville in color, Darren Bennett Letters. Upon special request, we read this comic book. From Mr. Uh, Mr. Eric Zega Knight. This is actually a book I think that's three weeks old, but who cares? Um, 
I am a fan of Via Lobos mm-hmm. in general. Um, this is uh, a neat idea, a neat hook. It ha- and this book has a neat hook with th- where our the border between Mexico and America is actually also a border between worlds of dimensions where monsters hang out, including some freaking scary looking thing that's on the last page of this book. Mm-hmm. It's got a weird skeleton cod piece thing it actually looks just like the monster from um uh chrono trigger it looks just like that thing mclanticle i can't Uh, you can't pronounce no one can pronounce like fucking aztec shit that that i couldn't tell you it's insane but i think there's the the writing is a little I i would say my only complaint is the writing is a little a little kind of ham fisted. Yeah, I think that's a, what I'm going for. A little. That was bit. the word that I was going to reach for, but I'm not bothered by it. I'm. I'm. I don't know. I like what this is. No, I mean, I still like it a lot. I mean, <laughs> uh, Via Lobos's art in this book is. I I'm a fan anyway, and I like the fact that he's gets to draw weird monsters biting people and. it's already this book is already kind of insane which is in like i am on board for that and i'm totally totally on board for you know the this wave of culturally referential socially conscious crazy shit books which is what this is it's a crazy shit book i mean there's chupacadras taking bites out of people eating cops mm-hmm. i don't know how it's and a giant aztec god at the end i'm gonna it looks like the thing from chrono trigger it does um i i'm a fan i think the writing the 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 dialogue is is a little bit i but i think it's i i, I i'm i tend to just put that towards introducing all these characters all at the same time um but i'm a buy i think it's good it, yeah i'm um I'm, I'm excited for it border town if you haven't read it you fucked up you done fucked up son as, as the aztec god will tell you mm-hmm. the, the name i can't pronounce so that's double by in border town number one that'll do it eric for for floppies this week cool cool we can move on to our next segment it is time for checking in checking in is part of the show eric and i talk about what we've been doing what we've been up to in between episodes, stuff we've done and played or seen or whatever, like like fucking whatever, whatever, man. man it's our time. We can talk about we can talk more about more bat penis if you want. I let's let's always talk about penis. That is hey, that man. is a comfortable hey. topic of conversation. Comfortable, literally always. Yeah. What's what's going on? Uh, there's a little a little show. Mm-hmm. called bojack horseman oh the the There's new the, episodes new episodes of depressed horse i was gonna say depression factory is back on the air it's it is it is really depressing but i'll be goddamned it is an amazingly well-written show and i fucking love it i still think that they peaked last season with the episode about bojack's mom but there's a lot of good content in the new season and it's gotten me wanting to rewatch the old episodes, which I am doing, and it's marvelous. I just can't handle it. It is really heavy. It's a lot. Um, and it has affected me negatively. I don't like it. 
Um, but yeah, Keep it just watching, is though. really, really good. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. That's the whole point is you have to suffer. <laughs> I also watched the dragon prince, but I don't, I think I slept through too much of it. <laughs> I don't really, I don't really have a whole lot of, um, impressions of it so far. And I, I think I need to rewatch it. I've, I've, I saw, mo- I think mostly positive in my brief glimpses on the social media. Yeah, it, 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 it is good enough. It's kind of, I'd put it right there in the same category as, uh, enchanted and that it's like, it's not this other thing. It reminds you of that other thing. It's okay. What does it remind you of? Well, it's made by one of the creators of Avatar. It has some of the voice talent from Avatar The Last Airbender. Okay. Um, it is vaguely reminiscent of it. Like, the you know, so the writing style, the jokes, the pacing, it, it is... Similar. Yeah, it's got a lot of similarities. It is, it is good. Like I, it's in a, you know, its own little fantasy world, which right. is fine. Um, <laughs> like I, I don't know. I think I think our 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 reading has just completely colored everything. Like I'm I'm so frustrated with world building at this point. Um, it bleeds into everything. It has. So it poisons everything. I have a, a related question for you then, Eric. Sure. About, you mentioned Avatar The Last Airbender. Mm-hmm. I've, there is some news out there uh, that broke. There is. It's not good news. About how the first live-action adaptation of Avatar The Last Airbender is coming out. Yeah, there, there is no war in Bossing, say. So what do you think about that? Um, I don't necessarily want it because... The thing that exists already mm-hmm. is good. Does not need. Does not need to be recreated. Is good. Is already good. Is already exactly what it needs to be. I would say, it almost seems like this is a like Nickelodeon owns those actual cartoons and that content, mm-hmm. but the, the the creators still own enough of that that they can sell at the netflix right as long as they create it again and the netflix has original content that they don't have to pay nickelodeon for um i can't remember if they ever had avatar on there or not but they certainly do not now they did once upon a time i seem to remember that too because that's where i watched it yeah um i will say that the only slight shadow cast on avatar the last airbender is that you could pretend you could you could argue that there is there's a culturally appropriative angle that people are taking with it and that it's not as representational as it could be even though it is a show with all of these asian or coded asian it really depends on what you're saying but they it it's looking like they're going to do the show over with a you know a predominantly asian cast and I think, at least in that light, that will be better. Um, but the original show is just so pure and good that, like, I don't know. I, I don't necessarily want it to be done over. I just, most things can't carry it, fucking Avatar The Last Airbender's shoes. So I hope... hope mm, 
I'm not hopeful. <laughs> that's about that's about all I got. I'm not hopeful. It does not necessarily need to exist. I will watch it and see how I feel. Okay. The original is the greatest martial arts anime that I have ever seen. It is magnificent. What about Jackie Chan Adventures? I'd give that like a C minus. I did watch it back in the day. It came on before Dragon Ball or some shit. I liked Jackie Chan Adventures. I'm sure it's fine. You were, it, it is fine. You were like seven years old then. Uh, I was not seven. I was, I was ten. I was, I was 42. I was ten years old, I think, or 11 or 12, somewhere in there. Um, anything else? Uh, I wish. No. Fucking uh, Megacon Tampa Bay happened. I did not attend. I Edmonton Expo also happened. I also did not attend. Yep. Artists that I follow were there, and I'm like, I want to meet you. And then I didn't go to meet the ones that are in my literal backyard. Not quite literally, but not I, quite literally backyard, but you know what I mean. I mean, I know what you mean. My figurative backyard. Right. I, I, I have the excuse that I was, I am preparing to move, so mm-hmm. I did not have time to do comic book adventures in a place. Um... I do have some video. That's what they call it nowadays. That is what they don't use the word con anymore. Yeah, now it's it comic is. book adventures in a place. Yeah, it's it's a little long, but yeah, you can abbreviate it. But I'm not going to do that legwork for you. I don't know what uh, I don't know what that abbreviation is. C B A I A P. Sure. C B A P. I I I mean that sounds that sounds right enough. Yeah. I'll, I mean I'll take it. I have some video games I want to talk about here. I did not know that you played video games <laughs> I do it. all the time. Not all the time. I could. I mean, we, I could talk about New Japan Pro Wrestling and the betrayal of Gato, but I. So I went on a date on Sunday, mm-hmm. and I I talked about New Japan for probably ten solid minutes. It was fucking embarrassing. I kept asking her, "Do you want to keep hearing this?" And she thought it was interesting. I'm like, "You cannot possibly." <laughs> but. Again, like exactly same thing. I don't. We're not. I, that, that, I'm not going to talk for another 15 minutes. About yeah. New Japan. Um. Okay. So I beat Spider Man. I'm, I'm. I'm jealous that you even get to play it. It's. I. I undersold it the last time I talked about it because now mm-hmm. I, I've hundred percented it. I've. I've done everything the game has. Um. It goes some places that I was not expecting. Mm-hmm. The writing is super good. Um, it looks like a thoroughly excellent game. It is. It is not too long, even like I hundred percented it. It did not take me sixty hours to do that. It took me like twenty five, um, which is reasonable. And also, the fighting is so much fun. The traversal is so much fun, and the story is just really, really good. I it. I'm not gonna spoil it, but. If you can play that game, you should. It is the best Spider-Man game ever. It is the best superhero game ever. I'm going to say that. It is better. That's, a, that's it, great. It's better than the Batman Arkham games. It takes all the stuff that Ar- the Batman Arkham games did and does it better in pretty much every single way. And I also, once you beat the main storyline, you get, you unlock uh, Spider-Man in his underwear costume. Well... Isn't that what we all need in our life? Also, I don't know if you knew about this, Eric, but there's a uh, lot. There's a lot of costumes in the game. There's like thirty of them. You can switch between. There's, I've seen pictures of there, a lot of them. Spider-Man has had a lot of awful costumes. 
Yeah. Many, I guess that's true. Many, many bad ones that I were I had forgotten about because they have like the fear itself costume. And I'm like, wow, that's bad. Why did they change it? I sincerely hope I haven't seen it. The Fantastic Four suit with the bag on his head. Not in there. That is disappointing. They do have the homemade suit, which is very charming. Um, I wanted just the the hit when uh, Johnny Storm was gone for a bit in the Hickman mm-hmm. run. I wanted that suit, but I don't know how the rights with Fantastic Four work, so they probably didn't want to include. Even though Lockjaw, a statue of Lockjaw is in the game, and there's a bunch of other references to a bunch of other Marvel stuff throughout the game. Not directly, but it's all like, hey, look, it's the Avengers Tower. Look, it's uh, Doctor Strange's mansion. It's, you know, stuff like that. You fight. There's task- Taskmasters in the game, which I was not expecting. I wasn't expecting an appearance by Taskmaster. Um, but it's uh, it's great. I will it, I, I will uncertify a great game. Uh, I have one other video game, Eric, that I'm directly recommending to you that I just started playing last night, and I am kind of hooked. I am kind of obsessed with it just after one night of playing it. Uh-huh. It is called CrossCode. It's on Steam. I I don't know if it's on the the consoles. I could find out in a moment. Nope, just PC so far. Wait, first yep, just PC. Yeah, I guess I imagine it will eventually be on everything, but you have a PC, mm-hmm. so it's not a problem for you. Um it is okay, I'm asking you some questions and see what we'll 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 I'll, I'll we'll know if you like this game, okay, Eric? Yes. Do you like 16-bit era JRPGs. Well, considering I have referenced one earlier in this very podcast that we're recording right now, yes. With science fiction stories. Um, sure. A la Chrono Trigger. That was the one that I mentioned. It was. Uh, In this very podcast. It it is an action RPG, action JRPG, a la mm -hmm. la, like uh, Link to the Past. You know, it's not mana. secret of mana, not turn based, um, but it is, you know, whacking up, running up to enemies and whacking them with your sword and shooting them with a with ranged weapons as well. Um, I bought it on a whim because it was it's like eighteen dollars on sale for in Canadian. I imagine it's like fifteen bucks in America. It is uh, sixteen ninety nine. I'm looking at it right now. Sixteen ninety nine. It is. It is. It's a really strange setup, but. It really knows what it's doing with it. You are like this girl who's lost her memory and you're in there in you're it's in the future, an indeterminate future where there's an MMO that a lot of people play. But the, the, the secret of this MMO is that it takes place in the real world on this island and you play it by uh, by creating an avatar that interacts in the real world on this island. So. It is like, you know, like any MMO, but in the future, you are actually like when they say they have to build, they have a new build for the game. They literally mean they have constructed new places for you to go on this island, but you have lost your memory. So you're going to this island, hopefully by you can find your memory in like because you have played this game before. So that that that's the the initial like like stuff of all the things that are thrown at you in the first 30 minutes like every jrpg that's ever existed um but the gameplay is really tight the writing is really really good Hmm. that's and that's the thing that stands out to me it's not oh you know like obviously it has to play well 
but the writing is the, always the thing that sets the great RPG RPGs apart from the kind of middling ones. The ones you go, oh, it was fine, but you know, it's kind of boring. And but you are you're arriving on this this island and you're like engaging with these weird MMO tutorials like you would in a video game, and like everyone else is doing the same thing. And there's one character who is your rival. Like every JRPG has ever existed, you have to have a rival. And he's angry at you because you're overleveled, because you fought a thing you weren't supposed to, um, because you of who you are. And it's lots of winks and nods about video game conventions, and it's really smart about that and knows when to push it and when to pull it back and when it's starting to get tiresome and when it's not. Um, you and you make friends and like you're just and it's like so far I'm not that far into it, like maybe six seven hours, but. So far, like, it is mostly just like how I was playing this video game, but there's this other layer that is just always underneath where you have this guy in your head, like a technician somewhere. He's like, yeah, this is, you know, he's always like reminding you of like, yeah, that you're here to do this. You're here to do that. Be careful about revealing what you really are. There's some nefarious force that's trying to get you. So you're interacting with this mystery of this MMO at the surface level. And then below that level, there's this whole other plotline running of you trying to recover your memories. And I don't, it's really compelling and really interesting. And I think they smartly made it so that the video, the MMO, quote unquote, the fake MMO you're playing is actually super fun. It's like a 16-bit action RPG MMO. And then, which it'd probably be good if it was just that, but then they layer in this whole, this whole, uh, this whole level of you're uh, the, you and the world outside of this MMO because you don't interact with anything outside of this MMO for the most part. And you're getting like, you're talking to your friends in the game, these people who have you paired up with and they're giving, dropping you clues about like, you're fighting like low level enemies at one point in the game that look like rabbits or goats or, you know, random animals. And the girl that you're friends with, who's French apparently, or at least, speaks in french i'm again these are all avatars they can look like anything and you don't know who's actually behind them um she's talking about she she's like she while you're just running around doing stuff she gives you these anecdotes about this real world that's outside of it and it makes it sound like the real world's like not in a great place and i'm really curious what it's a lot of mystery floating around in the periphery and like they introduce this these things really in little tiny details while you're playing this other game and through it it's really well done and it's really really good and i saw it was like all super positive reviews on steam and i've looked at it and i'm like i'm kind of in the mood for this and i am not upset that i spent the seven, 18 dollars for it it's super good now you've uh, more or less sold it to me but it also seems to be really super big. It's going to be like one of those 120-hour games. I, I need a. I think I need a uh, a new JRPG. Honestly, I think it'd be really good for me. Like I'm, I'm waiting for uh, the new Dragon Quest to come to the Switch. It is on the damn way. Well, can't can't get it on the I, Steam. I can get it on. I can get it on Steam right now, but I do not want to. I want to get it on my damn Switch. Okay, all right, patience. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. I've heard it's also very good. I really want to play it. I mean, the last Dragon Quest game that I played was really good. I enjoyed it tremendously. 
I mean, it's Akira Toriyama art mm-hmm. in a JRPG. It's everything that I love. That's it. Video games. I just bought it. <laughs> you, you'll. I. I'm interested to to hear what you think about it after you play it. Um, I. I. I'm, I'm into it. I started it and I just kept going. Yesterday, I just was like, I mean, it was mid afternoon. I'm like, oh, let's, let's try. I beat Spider Man the day before. I'm like, oh, we got a new game, and I just kept. I was like, I expected to play for an hour or two, and I played until I went to bed. Just marathoned it. You ready to talk about Monstrous, Eric? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess we might as well do that. Yeah, we we spent the time on it. We should talk about it. I, 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 we can't just call it off now. No, too late. Yeah. It's too late. Uh, we can move on to our final segment. It is time for Nerdbo Book Club. Nerdbo Book Club is the part of the show where Eric and I talk about it. A longer collective work, discuss it in depth like you would a book club. Uh, this book is a comic book. It is called Monstrous, Volumes 1 through 3, written by Marjorie Liu, art, Sana Takeda, letters, and designed by Russ Wooten. Multi-Eisner Award winning. Yeah. Um, comic book. Here, here, Eric. I'm going to lay out my – these are my expectations coming into this because we read, I think, the first issue long ago, and neither of us were enthralled. Yeah. And so we went, so we went eh, all right, and it got lost. With like the dozens of other comic books that we both not don't and do like, because mm-hmm. there's just so many comic books, and I lost track of it, and I kept oh it's coming it kept coming out I'm like oh, it probably it has a, a certain people who really like it and enough to justify keep it continue to be made, and then it's it won Eisner's, and I was like maybe that first issue just made left a bad impression. Maybe it, it it smoothed itself out after the first issue or two or three, and I would understand why it won an Eisner. And I thought maybe uh, even if I don't like it, maybe I at least respect it and understand. I am baffled. I am baffled as well. I think that the rest of this book is exactly what I thought this first issue was. Hmm. Um. <clears throat> This book seems to reference lots and lots of things. Some I love and some, um, I mean, I feel a lot of Masamune Shiro influence in this and maybe not even good Shiro because I think this reads, I mean, the thing that I would compare it the most to after maybe the Meta Barons is uh, those terrible man machine interface ghost in the shell volume whatever that we read that was very bad yeah i mean this that's clearly worse than this yeah. like i don't think this is a hundred percent meritless but like th- th- like we kept joking about characters there's no there are literally no characters in this that it's just like it's Here. like in prometheus like the person's whole character personality is their fucking haircut my but this is what this is what it reminded me of. Mm-hmm. The Star Wars prequels. Um, that's not that's not a bad comparison for certain, uh, because certainly the way the story is told, there's that sense of we're not in the story. We're being like, I don't know. The author is like hovering over it and just showing us shit. 
it's a lot of stuff happening. Yeah. And a lot and of for characters. For inexplicable reasons. And a lot of world that I don't care about that I'm being yeah. shown that I don't, that is, I don't understand why I'm being shown it. And it just reminded me of the Star Wars prequels where I'm like, I, there's so much happening and yet I don't care about any of it. Yeah. And these characters are nothing. They are shells. Yes. Everyone, even them, I can't remember their names. I don't know any of anybody's names in this book. I can't remember Correct. any of them. Correct. There's the there. I can describe them vaguely because that's all there is to them. Well, there's there's also like four women that look just like the main character. Yeah, which one is like, and yeah, they have a our, her mother who looks exactly like her. Yeah, her sister mm -hmm. looks exactly like her, and then mm -hmm. other characters, other female characters that also look similar. And then and there's also everyone has a mask at certain different points and. I don't care. I just don't care about any of them. There's ne mm -hmm. I never feel empathy at any point for anything that's happening in this book. And I, I'm sure I'm sub I, I believe that is my the intention is to make me care. Uh, the, the the intention is to sell a comic book. I well then they congratulations, you big dumb Mark. <laughs> I know. I I I have no idea why people are louding this. This is. This is like when I fucking read Angel Catbird, and it, it just seems like everything is the hype from people that are trying to sell the fucking book, and no one is authentically talking about it. I People had to vote for it, for it to win an Eisner. I, I don't know. That's some fucking payola shit. <laughs> I don't know what it, It's baffling to me. It is utterly baffling. When Eisners are usually awarded, I can't, even if I don't like the book, I understand why, and the only oh. reason I could possibly fathom that this book won is because it doesn't tell a story like not, like most comic books do. You know, it, it does break from general storytelling principles, but I think that's generally a bad thing in this case because I, I, I don't know what's happening mm. a lot of the time. I, I figure it out, but I don't know. And there's the characters, characters I with sneer quotes yeah. are have their motivations are like are in impo impossible. They're just not there. There's no, I, they no just, they're, they're not there. They just do things. The people, the characters just do things. There's a the that little cat guy, whatever the hell his name is. He he is a necromancer. I know. I. You, do you do you get that pun? Uh, I, do, you, do you get it? Do you I, get it? Do you get it? I don't. I I got it the fifth or sixth time they repeated it to me. I think I understood it. The fact that he's a a cat and he's a neck. Get it? Yeah, and he speaks to the dead. And I, Eric, I want you like I, this thought crossed my mind. I'm like, okay, this is a fantasy comic where there's a little race of that are cats and they're necromancers. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't think of a thing that's more up my fucking alley. <laughs> And you still hate it. And I still just I I don't even hate it. I just don't. I just am like yeah. I'm frustrated, and I I just don't. There's just nothing there. There's no feeling at all. Like I just mm -hmm. I don't I don't because all these characters just do whatever they need to for the plot to work at the moment. Like the cat guy, what the main cat guy. There's a bunch of cat guys, and there's also tiger dudes, which are not mm -hmm. cat guys. Don't get them confused. They hate each other actually. Um, he is betraying the main lady 
and then he's helping her and then he's betraying her and then he's helping her why is he doing both it's not comp it doesn't have to be complicated why is he he's selling her out and then he rescues her and then he sells her out again and then he's then he's rescuing the little fox kid i don't get it why and and that uh, uh grim dark man with a half face you know what i'm talking about oh you mean captain handsome yeah, simmery, simmering, simmering dude. Angel, angel face, angel, McDude. Yeah, angel face, McDude. He mm-hmm. is. He leads her to to getting captured. Yeah, literally. But then, right after that, saves her, and then is suddenly on her. Like, why would he ever? Why would he just not reveal his intentions before they get caught by dozens of people? Was he expecting a, a war to happen between these different factions, which I know nothing about? I know there's witches and there's witches and there's the cat guys and but there's also some there's also like a sea nation or something and then also merchants that are pirates. I have no idea what's happening. Who are all these people? Yeah. Well, they just keep introducing new people and new stuff and like I don't even know what the first fucking people were there for. I don't know why we're in here doing this. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. Like, why in the fuck did she have to go confront the fucking witches in the first place and steal a mask? Like, it's not even really well set up. And then that's the plot ticket that carries you through the whole fucking book. Like, it, it it's just the whole thing is bananas. It doesn't make any... It, it just... It is not established. It is... It, it just... It, a, it, I, like, I usually applaud books that don't hold your hand, but usually in those books, it gives you proper context and gives you a character that's empathetic so that when you're mm. following them through this world, you understand why you care about certain things and why things are important to them. But she doesn't know any of this stuff either, and no one explains it to her, and we're just presented with, oh, yeah, there's witches, and then there's half-animal people, and they hate each other. And then some other people hate it. There's no rhyme or reason any of this, but they're like this blanket authoritarian dictatorship with propaganda. But why are they any worse than anyone else? And it's just uh, the other thing about this joyless. Yeah. And like, if it was like you mentioned meta barons mm-hmm. and the meta barons, I definitely saw the comparison as well. Oh yeah. It's, it's 100% there. This is like, this is this is like um, gender swapped patriarchy meta barons, right? But m- the meta barons, I well, I may not like. I don't think the plotting or the writing is necessarily good all the time in meta barons. No, it re- revels in its insanity. Yes, and it, it has a certain joy in like, look how ridiculous this is. Look how exactly. in- look how insane this is. Look at these weird ass characters. We're we're aware that this is insane. Let us show you this insanity. And like it, it is the thing I like I can enjoy in most of Jodorowsky's work in the fact that it does never makes any sense. But at least it is aware of its own insanity and just presents this stuff and throws it at you. And that is a, there's a certain joy in that. There's I think if this if this book has I think if if this book takes joy in anything, it's just drawings of women in really intimidating looking makeup. I think that's the only thing that this book cares about. I like the art. Oh, it is really nice. Uh, like it's 
it's almost a waste, you know? It's absolutely preposterous. It's it's crazy to me because it, yeah, it looks. I, I mean, I, I think there is a few rough panels here and there, but overall, it's one artist and it's all from good to great. One, yeah, yeah, no, it is. Um, it's stellar. I mean, when I think about the artists that it reminds me of, I mean, it reminds me of Kentaro Miura of Berserk. The story reminds me of Berserk as well. Uh, and also, like, I mean, I, I I would not make the comparison to um, Sh- uh, Shiromasamune lightly because I have loved him since I was very young. And this reminds me of a lot of his work. It is a really neat and beautiful comic book, but it is a a pile of hot sludge. Yeah, it's 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 it. it, it, it stands out you're like wow that's really pretty that's mm-hmm. really that that is really terrific looking and yeah. then you don't i don't know why i'm there i don't know why i'm looking uh, yes. at a thing see this 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 book we talk about the joy this book is so it is it's so intent on world building but it doesn't really it doesn't the way that the Meta Barons was obviously looking at like how fucking crazy the thing that's happening is. This doesn't even stop and say, well, here's this neat idea. Here's this really interesting thing about this world. It's just like, here's a thing. 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 Here's a thing for fucking like 400 pages. And it just nothing is really set up in a way to where it's all that fun or impressive like okay well that shark person's cool that person's kind of neat like i don't know which like i i i the 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 number one thing that this seems like it wanted to do is world building and i couldn't tell you a goddamn thing about this world other than like there's a bunch of different races and there's like weird elder god things Mm -hmm. it just feels so half committed and watered down the, the and there's just it, never any context yeah ever is the, there's the, the the and i mean i i think there's no context all the character voices sound exactly the same everyone talks exactly yes. the same well no the main character swears more that's i hated it yes i yes hated yes. it hated it um that's the one thing I, I that stood out in the dialogue is the swearing. Always, mm-hmm. I always hated it every time. There was no, I don't know why the swearing is important and doesn't it doesn't justify itself at any no, point. No, it does not. Um, this is the, the this is the other thing it reminded me of. I'm asking you, Parasite it made me think of Th- Parasite. There's- no, the comparison, like, it feels like it's stolen from Parasite because it literally is, I mean, it's in her left arm. It's in her left arm. Right. Uh, and, Correct. And in the, the comics, yes. And the in the comics, the flopped comics, it's his left arm. It's supposed to be his right hand, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it, but it really reminded me of Parasite, I mean, obviously because she is sharing a body with an entity. Yeah, and she has to... F- yeah, no, I I get that, but but it it has none of that charm. I don't know pathos, anything. There's no charm. There's, There's I don't I cared uh, about mm-hmm. I cared about both of them 
Yeah. In Parasite. I've forgotten his name. Other guy was Lefty or Migi, exactly. I think. Yeah, I care I care about that uh, weird alien whatever thing. Yes. Like, it made me care about, like, a parasite. And in this, I don't care about her, and I don't care about this god thing. I don't, I, it, there's... I actively, I actively want the fox kid to die. <laughs> he sucks. Well, I, it's a girl. Sorry, she sucks. She is terrible. She's, she's not a character. No, that's like why she of, sucks. Yeah, they're not, she is, she is, the, she says, hey, miss... Roughly 150 times, uh, and it never, and there's no reason, like, she's just this, hey, things are still good, we can still be good people, and, like, but nothing ever changes. She is, everyone is constantly torturing and killing and murdering everyone else, and I'm, why do I care about this little creature that is supposedly, like, like, things are, we can hope for the best and all that, when there is no noticeable effect on our main character? Cause she's not, she's like, she, like, I think th she like maybe smiles once in this book. I caught it. Maybe I like a half smile at one point. Yeah, there's a smile on uh book three, page 85. Okay. Well, it's, at least it happens. I, it's just, why are you keeping this fox around this fox girl around? Because she's a sidekick. You gotta have a sidekick like after the cat and her like why are these characters still together this is not make any sense. this is not a D&D &D adventure you don't have to keep the party together because everyone's playing you can you have all these new characters why why does simmering handsome half face wing boy why is he disappear and go away seemingly whenever they want who i do remember this name her girlfriend I th yeah, they they say her name repeatedly. Tuni, Tuna. I don't is, know how to say is that it. What it uh, Tuna is not a good name. T U N Y. I don't know how to say it. Tuni, I assume, but Tuni. T U N Y is what it was. I believe so. I may be wrong. I Tani. I don't I, remember. Whatever it is, I is she supposed to be the same age as? She looks like a child. Yes, it's weird. And it, I, I, I assume that they're roughly the same age. Because they show them in the slave camp at the, the same time, but that mm -hmm. her that she never her face looks like she's a, she looks like the fox kid. She looks she exactly does. the same age, and I'm like one hundred percent. That's I I assume that's not the intent for her to be quote unquote date. Even though they are literally the only time they have any moments together is in a flashback, which also doesn't need to be in this. This is, I don't know no. why all. Uh, she 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 affects the story in zero percent. Oh God! I just <laughs> I was getting I was I was really frustrated in that third book because I kept waiting for something meaningful to happen, and I'm being told that all this stuff means something. Like, oh yeah, they got another piece of the mask, and there's the shield. Oh, but the shield actually, uh, yeah, they 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 destroy the shield that's supposed to save this whole civilization. Um, they blow it up, so that doesn't work anymore. So they gotta go on a quest to fix it, and then they go on the quest to, and they go to a, I don't know where they go. I can't. I don't, <laughs> there's not, there's not different places. I don't, they go to a place this that is, they need a key, they need to, the, 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 
they the the el the god thing in her opens the door except he forgets and they make a bad joke about him being forgetful or something and then mm. there's robots and then an evil robot and then they get the parts eventually fine then they go back with the parts to fix the shield thing while there's war going on i i think I think there's war because people are like there's ships fighting. I don't know. I don't know where anything is is in relation to anything else. I know there's a, I, but they fix the shield, but they make it a gun. Yes. And then they miss, and then they have to use the, I they use they use the the they join up and use their powers together or something and feet and kill the big thing that opened up. I don't know how, how did that thing come into the world, Eric? Can you tell me how the big sky god came into the world? Robbie, I can tell you literally nothing about this book. I was just trying to figure it out myself. I'm like, I'm reading this. I don't know why anything is happening. I have, dude, I, I have, I have had dreams with more plot in this book. <laughs> Mike, a question for you. Mm-hmm. Did you read those Lord? Fuck no. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to read the first one. I'm like, this is some <laughs> rambling ass bullshit. And I got a couple of I got a couple of chapters in, and I'm like, I'm not reading that bullshit. God no, those those little interstitial horse shits in the middle of the chapters, to where it's like a stupid cat professor rambling about the history of horse shit that no one fucking cares about. No, fuck no. I. The presence. This just this just this does not deliver on the effort that it takes to read it. No. Like if I was gonna dive down and really learn about this world, like it just the concepts are gonna get softer and softer. Like this is a soft ass sci fi writer, like trying to write a really hard. I mean, I don't mean science fiction, but you know what I mean. It's all a big genre mush, Spe whatever. Speculative fiction. Speculative fiction, yes. This is someone who is fucking punching above their pay grade on this. You are not pulling this shit off. Jesus Christ, it just frustrates me so much. The fact that they exist is a problem. They who? The lore dumps, those professor cat sequences. Oh, yeah. Because it fe this feels like it is a video game. It feels like I'm playing a video game. Yeah. And you can't write comic books. You can't write anything like you're writing a video game. Video games are not, like, if you want to write something, video games should not be where you are writing primarily. You know, the game is a video game is designed to be played, first and foremost, unless you're super, super talented and making the writing work. There's mostly, most video games do not have good writing. Um. You cannot structure a comic book like a video game. You cannot, it, like, it feels like we are wandering through this world and fighting stuff, and then things happen, like in a cutscene, and then there, if we go to the start menu, you can go to a spot that says lore, and you can read all these encyclopedias about the world that you never see. Like, here's the background on this stuff. You'll never see it in the game, but it's there. Yeah, this 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 book is like if you got high and then had a bunch of dreams about Final Fantasy VIII cutscenes. Yeah, I don't. It it just doesn't. After a certain point, when people do a thing for no reason, 
and it feels really it's really stark when you cut in between the different volumes like volume one is all about her escaping about being with these witches and then escaping them and i don't we don't learn until like issue five or six that oh yeah i went there to get a picture i only had the left side of it (laughs) is that what the fuck it was yeah that's what she says it was the goddamn mask she was after no that's an accident jesus christ and she tells that to i think the fox girl and all i it it it, that moment was when i went this book is not going to be good i like at that moment i knew it that that was the moment it was issue five like i was like i was hopeful that maybe it would something at some point there'd be a turning point in this book would i would enjoy some of it but i suppose i was actually fairly sanguine about it as well until i mean i don't know it was the middle of the second book when i'm like this is just a hot mess but anyway please continue well the and it's that it's is her holding the entire picture and she's looking at it and talking about it i only have this left hand side which is me and my mom and then the other side is the other people at this weird dig site um where they encounter but they dug up the mask and this is why I i i had this picture i only had the left hand side all it would take is any a reference to her holding the left hand side just show one panel of her holding the left hand side you have so many flashbacks why is there not one shot of her holding that picture just the left hand side and talking about it Uh just show me why are you having us learn about this through a dialogue later after the fact to uh, the fox girl why it's like what it's like they it's like they say in writing uh don't show tell all the time even yeah you don't and then tell and tell and tell and tell and tell and tell and just tell and all tell. the telling just do telling yeah. all the time and it's the and the art is really good and it i i can't i don't i don't feel like i can blame the artists on this i don't understand why are we being shown these things that don't matter why it's so so frustrating i just and and what eric can you tell me what a monstra is is that a thing in this book that's the no. thing in this book can you tell me what a monstra is so uh, what a monstra is monstra no. yeah yes, that's, that's what the, i said okay just i'm just is that what is is that the elder god creature things i yes except they stopped using that term after the first book <laughs> Okay, that explains why I missed it. They use the word monster a lot, and they're talking like they can see them, you know, in the sky. Yeah, the, ghosts. the ghosts of these big they're old them the ghosts, the gods, or fucking yeah, whatever. exactly. And that, and theoretically, that's what's in what's the main character lady, um, half wolf, half wolf. There you go. Last name, her last name is Half Wolf. I, there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, but she doesn't look like a wolf. She not at all. There's a bunch of animal people in this, but she just looks like a human. Except she doesn't. She's missing an arm, but she has a weird tattoo. But she just looks like a lady. Um, mm-hmm. And I assume that's what's in her. Some, but they never explain. We never get any. We get answers to questions that no one asks. No one asked for. They never used the word monster after that first book. Then after that, they're barely referenced at all, except in these weird flash where we see this El- Zin is that guy's name is the god's name inside mm-hmm. of her. I, these things are they're flashing back to me now. Um, 
we see his memories of him killing other gods that like they go to that island that is a god or a dead god but then there's a fox man there what why is there a fox man there what does he have to do with the god that died mm. why is there a dude in a boat that has boat that's made out of bones is he because obviously it's it's like that thing from mythology that you know come on man it makes sense if you think about it, it makes less sense the more I think about it. That's the problem. No, of course it does. That's that's uh, yes. It's it's I I don't know. What, I don't. Pete, things. If you're going to be world building, things have to. If this is a real world that functions in a real way, people have to. Things have to exist for a reason outside of plot. They are on this boat ride to this island. They get lost in the fog, and it's full of dead people, full of ghosts that are going, run away! Spooky! And then they encounter the the the, the ship dude who's made out of bones, and they give, him a bo- they give him a bone. And then take a bone away. And then take a bone away. It's like, ha ha! Ha! I, I, all I did was grab a bone from you. What, how is that? No. That's what? the... Like, she might as well have gone and just said, like, got your nose. How, how does this creature exercise power? How, why are we afraid of him? I assume that the, 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 the navigator uh, that is made out of bone is supposed to be an ominous, frightening figure. The exact moment we are introduced to him, our main character hands over the, the fee to get to the island of the dead god. And instead of putting the character in a precarious situation where they don't know how to get off the island because they don't have the bone to get out, they just get it right then. And it diffuses all the tension. And then they and so we're like, oh, well, I don't I don't don't think there is there is there is not tension in this book. Well, the main character is just all powerful. Well, nothing's going to happen to precious bangs mccalf wolf she's going to be fine and even if she's not do you really give a shit if if she was ever affected by anything that happened in the book i would i would probably care more about her mm-hmm. if she acted at any point like a human being instead of just reciting i need to know this about my mom and about like there's a moment where her mother abuses her as a child and I was almost, I was like, oh, okay, that's something. I was on the verge of feeling a feeling. And then it just, it, it doesn't, there's no moment, there's no waiting. It's just, oh yeah, she's, her mother, her mother had her just because she, it was an ex- experiment. And that would be enough to carry a story. That is enough to carry a character arc, at least for a one, uh, for six issues. You would think of her trying to figure out, did my mother actually care about me? And then the the climax or resolution is no, my mother did. Maybe when she when she first had me, maybe she did feel that way. But she grew up and she changed her mind, which is ultimately what this book tells you. But that's what it does. It just tells you, oh, yeah, at an indeterminate later date in the comic, she has a memory of her mother saying, um, I don't we love each other and I would never do those things I once did again, blah, blah, blah. And that's all that happens. There's no character development. There's no arc. It's just, 
oh, well, we can't spend too much time on her having feelings. We have to get to this place. And then we have to go to this other place. And then we have to go to this other place. I have too many tiger men to show you. Look at their look at their beards. There was four issues of this that took exclusively on a pirate ship. Why? Nothing happened on that ship that mattered. There's some traitors and they get killed. Anything that even momentarily is a problem, she kills it without 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 issue. And it's not like and they want to they try and present this like, oh, she's hitting. She's going to the darker side and we have to be be wary of her, except no one does anything about it. At every point when there's a sensible person, like, those people are, like, putting her in that that sarcophagus, and then, oh, yeah, I'm taking off the air. I'm like, good. She's obviously, (laughs) this is, she's bad news. Don't keep her alive. You kill, there's so many, so much death already. Why does it matter if she dies? Everyone is dying. Literally, like, there's one page, there's 12 dead bodies in a pile. The cat people kill some children and then resurrect them to talk to their ghosts. Yeah, that fucking happens. And what And what did they learn? Oh, they learned that the main character is bad. I know that already. I don't care. You don't have to show me them learning that. You can just tell me that happened off panel. I will, I'm okay with the cat people using their cat dead magic to figure stuff out without me seeing it. Maybe there's just too much showing. <sighs> it's just it's how Eric mm. how this went Eisner I don't know man some payola bullshit I don't I, I really like I can't even imagine what Eisner did it win for best writing yeah that's unbelievable I'm, I'm, I'm gonna check just to verify five Eisner awards Jesus Christ uh, Marjorie Lou tied with Tom King for best writer. That's um, fucking nuts. Sonic Decade won for best covers and best painter, which I agree with that. Yeah, that's Art. perfectly fine. Yes. Um, best publication for teens and best continuing series. This is, this is, no. This is no. no. This is no. No, I wouldn't, wouldn't let a teen fucking read this. I would not let a teen, I, I mean. I would, I would I, let them read something way the fuck more violent. I would say I would let, I would give them something good. Is yeah, the no, first exactly? I I I certainly read things far worse content wise than this as a teenager. But best continuing series. You t- mm. This is better than Saga. Better than yeah. Southern Bastards. Better than Wicked and Divine. Did did we just run out of those? Did they all win already? So we have to give it to something new. Like best painter, I totally agree with. I think the art in this is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. But. Best writer tied with Tom King. I have it. Bat, Tom King's Batman has its fair share of problems. It is like the goddamn Mona Lisa. It is Da Vinci. It is like it is Ernest Hemingway. It is I compared to the, it, like it has. It's it's Ernest Hemingway compared to Ernest Saves Christmas. <laughs> Ernest Saves Christmas hangs together way I, the fuck better than this. this I, I is was going to say Ernest Saves. Christmas. I was going to say Ernest Saves Christmas makes sense. I understand. It hangs together pretty well, I'd say. Yeah, That's a, it's, it's got a fucking story that it, makes sense. It does. It's not It's not complicated and it doesn't need to be oh. because it's not and this thing, t- tell me what is this about? If you boil it down to an elevator pitch, what is this about, Eric? Um, 
a crazy babbling writer comes up with shit for a very good artist to draw. Apparently you can win awards for writing in comics by coming up with shit for a very good artist to draw. Like the title is monstrous. And I mm-hmm. as, like I assume that the arc is supposed to be, oh, we're watching this character devolve as she becomes more and more like this god that doesn't care about anything except its hunger. But her behavior, she, literally, literally in the first volume of this, before we even see that the god is a part of her, she lights people on fucking fire while they're alive. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's no arc. She's a monster at the beginning, and she stays that way through the end. And that's not compelling. That's not fascinating. I t- it's really... The more I talk about it, the more frustrated I'm getting. <sighs> at least Extremity won an Iser. I'm a, I can... Well, I mean, that's fucking deserved. Black Bolt won an Iser. Yeah, that's also good. So they're not completely on crack. My favorite thing is Monsters 1. That is also good. That's well-deserved. Yes, I agree. I kind of felt like, I guess, no, I, I don't know why I thought that that book is older than it is. What, my favorite thing is Monsters? Yeah, it seems like a million years ago we read that. It was a while ago at this point. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I honestly wish that this had no dialogue in it. Mm-hmm. It was just, art, you know, it was just an art book. That's a thing that, um... Neil Gaiman said he didn't when he read translations of Mobius comics for the first time, he said he absolutely hated them. Um, I mean, Neil Gaiman has a nice quote right on the front cover. Yes, he does. And he should be ashamed of himself. Neil Gaiman's a good writer. Blurbing this. I don't, I don't, I don't understand. I, I I am baffled. I am. I'm just, it, I've never been this confused. Because I don't understand what people see in this. That's good. Aside from the art. But that's the art alone is not a comic book. But it won for Best Writer. So um, I don't don't know. It has... it. I it, it, Here, the positives. The art is gorgeous. It has a really neat concepts. Like I'm on... Like I said, like a cat necromancer seems like a thing that i would love hey a a shark man a shark lady a shark woman an old shark woman who's a pirate i i think that there's really not that many i mean the the character design of the shark woman is great it is i really don't think there are very good concepts in this fucking book at all i think almost everything is pretty directly borrowed from something it's I think that's one of the reasons it does not feel very fun because none of the ideas feel fresh, original, or fun. It just feels like a pastiche of a bunch of fucking other, like, manga or Chinese comics or fucking anything. It feels so borrowed. The reason we've referenced all these things is because that's what all the fucking ideas come from. So I I would even disagree with you on that point. It's like it's all from fucking Final Fantasy and Berserk and Masamune Shiro and Miyazaki and like it's all well and good, but there's nothing really. If you take all those things and create like a unique world and tell an interesting story in it, sure. 
but I, I don't, there's not a single thing in here that I haven't seen somewhere else done fucking better. Five Eisners, Eric. I think there should be a lot of people that didn't get a fucking Eisner that should be goddamn mad. That, 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 I mean, this is not a good book. No. This is not a good comic book. No. It's, like, I, I, I. It, it is, it's kind of a stark considering we read transformer that transformers book so recently which is also mm-hmm. full of world building and so many uh, such a huge cast and yeah. yet by the end of it i'm super engaged i i care about those robots that i don't yeah i never knew any i didn't know any of them and yet in this it is all it's doing a lot of world building and throwing a bunch of cast at you and i just don't care about anything happening in these i don't there's no there's no humanity in this thing even there's more humanity in the book about gay robots, literally, yeah. Uh, it's, I there's nothing. I who am I relating to? Who am I connecting with? Where's the where's base human emotion up from? Like, do these characters love anything? Hate anything? They certainly willing to catch people on fire and and suck their souls out. But I don't think that they have. I don't think they have anything other than maybe they feel angry. And they smolder. They do smolder. There's a they, lot of they, smoldering. They, they they put on they put on dark lipstick and frown. Ugh. A lot of smoldering. God. Uh, don't read this. If no, you haven't, if you haven't I, already, I I I don't I I don't I. There must be a lot of people who like this. There must be. I I mean, bless their heart. They don't know how to. They don't know how to read things. Maybe they just really like how it looks. <sighs> But Eric's final review is that's this. I think. I mean, I th- my my uh, this is a, a recent uh, assignment. I I I I, I I I a feeling I put onto the recent uh, television show Castle Rock, mm-hmm. which is not good. Um, it is the sideshow Bob Rake noise. Yeah, that's how I feel about this. It is. <laughs> Well, I mean, this book is a lot like getting hit with a rake over and over. Twelve times in a row. Yeah. Well, really, really 16 times in a row because there's, or is it 18? It's 18 times in a row because there's 18 books in these three. That's true. These three volumes. That's true. They make sure, you know, chapter 11. Um, <sighs> I, God. I don't, I regret, I, 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 reg- I, I, I regret my choices. <laughs> I don't know how something like it's a bestseller too. I see that on the covers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, New I mean, York it's, Times it, bestseller list. I mean, yeah. I bless your heart. You can go far by making terrible comics. This book is fucking terrible. <laughs> I tried really fucking hard. I I I I I gave it a long leash. Yeah, and it just it took every took every inch to, to hang itself with this. That like I. I really wonder, is there like some magical subtext that, that we're not getting that, that makes this good? No, this is garbage. Like, I fucking feel like I'm taking crazy pills reading this and I'm getting angrier just thinking about it. <laughs> the fucking writer of this teaches how to write comic books. She fucking can't. It's terrible. <laughs> what does she say in her class? Have your characters say fuck a lot because everyone will think she's cool. <laughs> oh, fucking God. It's it's not. I regret reading it, but 
I absolutely regret reading this. It's fucking horrible. At least we know, Eric. At least we know that we're either that we that we live this is in the world Donald we live Trump's in. America, where the Eisners don't mean fucking shit anymore. I mean, to be fair, most awards don't really mean much. Was this was this a was this a my cousin Vinny situation? It was. It, I think maybe it was a my cousin Vinny situation. Actually, I mean, my cousin Vinny is way better than this. Yeah, I don't dislike my cousin Vinny. I don't think it deserved an Oscar, but it, I think it was... deserve an Oscar? Fuck no. But I think it was fun. It's a fun movie. Um, this isn't even fun. No, this is not fun this at is, all. This is not fun. This book is fucking unhappiness. This is very unhappy. We're gonna it's, we're gonna end. We're gonna stop talking about this book. And we're never... I, I got... I, I got we're I got never gonna mention... We're never gonna mention... No, no more. We're done. There is no war in Boss Sing Say. Oh, God. Um, we're, we're gonna, we're done talking about this comic book. We don't like it. Uh, we don't know why the Eisners exist anymore. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, our Apparently next... if I get an Eisner, I'm throwing it straight in the trash because it doesn't fucking mean anything anymore. So, that was Monstrous, Volumes 1 through 3. We're not fans. No. Um, we... Our next episode will be in a month's time. We're going to take off uh, our n- normal inter- interval every two weeks. We're going to take off uh, a, a week uh, because I have to move thousands of miles from my home. Mm-hmm. Makes it you difficult. can go to hell. Robbie's going to Texas. I am I'm moving to Texas. Um, but in a month's time, we will be reading and discussing Wolverine, Jason Aaron's Wolverine from 2010 whichever i don't know which volume that is but it doesn't matter the it's wolverine 2010 to 2012 series volumes one through three issues one through 16 um jason aaron wolverine is very very good and we finally are going to remedy not having read any of it for the podcast and this is the the docking stuff i've been told so i'm I'm very interested in that rocking with docking can't wait rocking with docking um we are the handsome boys comics hour you can find us at handsome boys comics hour.com links to everything there to facebook facebook.com slash handsome boys comics hour twitter at hbc hour you can email us at handsome boys comics at gmail.com uh like the show on those places or subscribe give it five stars on apple Podcasts or whatever podcatcher you use leave us a review tell your friends word of mouth all of those things contribute and help and we appreciate every single person who takes the time you can find me online on twitter at robbie dorman Eric, where can they find you and your things online? What a great question. You can see my portfolio by going to freewillunlimited.com and most of the things I get up to online by going to ericzgoodnight.com. That includes my Instagram and my Twitter, where I am known on both as Easy Goodnight. And with that, folks, we'll call it a day. Have a good one. Rock and roll.